Nigeria Daily. I am Lilian Ogazi. Banditry in Nigeria has reached a new peak, with a daredevil attack in broad daylight by bandits on a military facility and the killing of two senior military officers and the abduction of another. This happened not in a film, but in real life when the fortifications of the Nigerian Defense Academy, NDA Kaduna, were assailed by bandits on Tuesday. A statement by the Academy Public Relations Officer, Major Bashiru Jajira, confirmed the killings and the abduction. Our colleague in Kaduna, Miriam Amadusuka, gives us a situation report. Well, according to um, residents, the, the Academy is now calm, even though they're still on alert, because um, it's believed that the gunmen are still within the premises. So the, the, the atmosphere is calm. You want to know your own experience, what you saw, how the place was like when you went there. Okay. So the place, the barracks is about 10 kilometers away from, you know, Kaduna City Centre. Mm -hmm. We expected that we meet barricades and maybe um, military personnel and all that on the road. But the road was free. The They have two gates. The second gate, which is on the Kaduna Manjo Road, was open that are not um, given access till they show three different sets of ID cards. ID cards yes. yes, so we drove through there. We went down to the airport road where the main gate of the cantonment is, where they have concrete slabs mm. as defense. We drove there, nobody stopped us. There, were, there was nobody there, there were no soldiers in, at the gates. The place was free. We expected a lot of security and um, checks and all that, but we didn't see that. But when we were coming back, we noticed that a part of the perimeter fence. That's the electric fence. Mm. We noticed that a part of it had been loose. It's like somebody tore it, or I don't know if that was where they gained um, access to that bandit. But we noticed that part of the fence was loose. And there were no security in that part? No, there was no security. In fact, there are no buildings there. It's mostly green area and, and the lights of the door. There, there are no buildings there where the, where the fence is loose. We, I also um, gathered that the, the fence, the electric fence, is you know put on by 6 p.m mm. by 6 p.m anybody that touches the fence well, should be electrocuted. electrocuted yes but if it was yeah. broken it means it probably wasn't turned on it probably or, it, or that part of it wasn't working mm. so when you got closer that was when you saw lots of security and they were not allowing people in no we didn't see that we didn't go to the main gate the main gate like i told you had there was nothing there there was no security the place was deserted the main nda gate so the second gate was where they have the normal SSS okay. who checks people that come in and go out. We were in the office staff, so we didn't want to really go near. We saw people going in and out. We don't know if they were staff. The gate was open. Oh. We thought the gate would be closed, but the gate was open and people were going in and out. So more so like activities had gone back to normal? Yeah, something like that. Just that they were doing extra checks? Extra checks, yes. Can you give us a vivid, detailed picture of how fortified this place is? Well, at the beginning, the main gate of the of the barracks, which is located along the airport road, the fence was built with concrete concrete slabs. That should show how fortified this is. Then the whole um, the premises generally, 
is also fenced with a barbed wire, an electric fence. Then there are also soldiers, even though we didn't see soldiers when we went there, but it's said that there are, sol- there are soldiers manning various points around the barracks. There's also a tower for, for surveillance, so that shows you how fortified it is assumed it is. What is the movement like there on a normal day? Do they allow people in and out? Yes, they do. They ask you where you're going to, which office you're going to, and things like that. On a good day, you're just going. Nobody really asks you anything. But what I got now is that even staff have to show three different um, sets of ID cards before they are allowed into the premises. Currently now? Currently now. Okay, you spoke with a resident. Now, what are the residents saying about this? They are also confused. They are also shocked, like all of us. And they are also wondering how you know security was breached. But right now, everybody is scared of talking. Even the person I spoke to was saying, was, you know, like, he's off record, don't quote me and all that. Everybody's indoors. They're all keeping vigilant and all that. Okay, but the person who spoke off record, what did he say? Yes, he said they were sleeping when they were woken by, you know, gunshots and noise and all that. It was later that they found out this is what happened. The incident happened around 1 a.m. Okay, so, um, so far, what um, what's the latest information? Um, what has more information has been given out? What has this, um, the army or the um, spokesperson come out to say? Well, they've admitted that security was breached. They've also admitted that they lost two two officers and one major was um, kidnapped. Even though they didn't give us the names of the officers, we found out from inside sources that um, one lieutenant commander, Ola, and flight lieutenant Okoro were shot dead, while second lieutenant Ona sustained gunshot wounds. That was our colleague in Kaduna, Miriam Amadu Suka. The attack on the NDA has sparked lots of reactions and questions. If the academy could be attacked with all its security infrastructure, where in the country is safe? Let's listen to a couple of Nigerians and how they feel about this. My name is Abdullahi Abdusamad from Abda, uh, concerning the issue of bandit attacking the Nigerian Defense Academy is uh, quite unfortunate. Uh, as a sovereign state. It's an unfortunate event that happened in the Nigerian Defense Academy, an institution which almost every Nigerian relied on for the protection of the territorial integrity of the country. If such a place can be invaded and officers being killed, then what about the common street or a common community where there is no military officer? So this is unfortunate. My take on this is the country has failed as a sovereign state. Hello, Daily Trust. My name is Abdurrahman Yahaya. I'm making this voice message from Rimunziam to local government of Bauchi State. Actually, the attack on the NDA facility is a national shame. It's a disgrace of international magnitude. If a place like NDA will be attacked by a ragtag militia like the bandits, then nowhere is cured in this country. As far as I'm concerned, Nigeria is a failed state. Under the watch of the current administration, Nigeria has become a failed state. Insecurity everywhere. My name is Mikhail Buhari Gambo from Sangha local government area of Kaduna states. What happens in Kaduna is a disgrace to the Nigerian army. This is unfortunate and regrettable. I think Nigerian army is a disgrace to Nigeria. I think we should, we should, be, we should, we should be above this. How can you tell the world that bandits went to Nigeria and went to the Nigerian Defense Academy, kill our officers, our trained officers, senior officers, and kidnap others. Hi. No, 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 no. This is this is this disgraceful and unfortunate. What is the what is the what is the hope of it? Hope of 
the common the common man in Nigeria. Good evening, um, Victor. Popularly known as Victorio. If this NDA attack came as a shock to me, I don't just understand. A few days ago, I was still discussing this with my guys. This country has gone worse beyond what you can imagine. If a whole defense academy can be attacked just like that, and even the, the, the perpetrators of this evil escaped without being caught, without knowing their whereabouts for now, leaving two officers dead, some injured and one adopted, now I think we are really in a big mess. NDA being one of the best military academies in Africa, the best in West Africa, and yet this can happen. Well, on my own part, I believe this is a plan attack because we, we, we see what our gallant forces can do. We know the kind of training they passed through. The bandits came into the gate of the academy and they went straight to the officers' quarters to attack, shooting sporadically into the air. One of my guys in the academy was telling me that this morning, uh, they were hearing the, the gunshots around where he was staying, but they, they thought he, him, not, not, not they nine. He thought that it's just uh, a normal stuff since they're in the training institution. Maybe there's a, a, a shooting training or something. Just like that. Those were the voices of Nigerians from our social media pages. You're listening to Nigeria Daily. We'll be going on a quick break. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's The Bearing, a podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. of Nigeria Daily, we're looking at the invasion of the Nigeria Defense Academy and our colleague in Kaduna has given us a situation report and also listened to what some Nigerians have to say. From the point of view of our security experts, what does this mean for the country? Kabir Adamu, a security expert, speaks with Mardia Uma. Um, I think it's a bit too early to reach any conclusion on the incident. And um, my honest opinion is one incident does not um, significantly change the security profile of a location. Yes, this incident is significant. It is a military formation and um, a military formation that trains of senior officers and in a strategic location uh, like Kaduna. So yes, very, very worrisome, but I would conclude to say it does not significantly change the threat profile of the state. Yes, um, residents are worried because they don't expect the assumed attacker, which is the bandit, mm. to, to attack such a formation. But um, I am of the opinion that it's still very early 
to conclude who the attackers are. If I'm going to hazard a guess, I would conclusively say that the last person I expect to attack that formation is the bandit. They have more to lose than any other group. Can you imagine the response of the military on the bandit? Can you imagine what consequences it will have on them? Um, so the likelihood that someone else has done it, of course, knowing very well that the finger that will be pointed will be the bandits and so the military will go after the bandits. Right. So at this stage, I would urge um, investigation and professional investigation um, to uh, make sure they understand who has the motive and then when they understand who has the motive, go after that person so that they don't end up, you know, losing trail of the, the real Okay, but this has happened and from your take right now, you're saying that it might not be the attack of a bandit. Does that mean that someone or some group of people are trying to send a message? Um, no, someone is trying to score a point, not necessarily a message. Mm -hmm. Their motive can come in different forms. It could be grievance, somebody that was fired uh, from the academy. It could be somebody who has a grudge with someone within the academy, remember that someone has been abducted. Hmm. We don't know what the motive of that abduction is. If it turns out to be criminal and they demand for ransom, then we can conclusively say it was a criminal incident. If, however, something else happens. So my point is an investigation would reveal the motive and the likelihood of the perpetrator as well. Um, let's not go into any conclusions um, for now until we know more. I do not think the bandits will have the effrontery to attack a military formation or um, a military academy. Yeah. Like I, again, I want to say the consequences for them is great. And if it turns out that they're, they're the ones, I would urge the Nigerian military to send a message to them and to any other would-be perpetrator that would want to attack a military formation so that that person would never ever dream of um, attacking a military formation again. So this is a scenario that raises a lot of concerns, especially for the ordinary citizens who are looking up to this group of men who are at the forefront of this fight. For mm -hmm. emphasis sake, as a security analyst, what would you be advising Nigerians or the citizens of this country about the situation right now? Um, not to panic, um, to be vigilant and to continue to encourage, especially those that have the at the hands of our authority in different forms at the state level, at the federal level, to do what they were appointed or voted to do. Um, complaining and condemning and panicking will not help us. It won't take us anywhere. Mm -hmm. However, let's use what we have at our disposal, which is those that we have entrusted power to, to ask them to do the right thing. We have a security architecture that is not um, currently not meeting our need to, to provide protection for us. So what are the necessary changes that those that are the hem of our fears need to do to provide the kind of protection that we deserve as a country? I think all the conversation should be directed towards that and not panicking and not condemning and not um, you know, calling names that are not appropriate for the country. Some have interpreted the development to mean that um, you know, even the security formations are not safe. No, it's deeper than that. Um, a lot needs to be done. Uh, one key area is to identify, uh, especially former uh, and past security of, um, personnel. We don't have an audit, we don't have a data base of former security personnel. I think we need to do that immediately, have a database, find out what they are doing at the moment, and then the ones we can't account for, 
we need to look out and find out what they're doing. Perhaps they're the ones that are involved in some of the things that are happening. Um, you know, acquiring a weapon, learning how to use the weapon requires special um, skills and someone is, is teaching that skill to some of these criminals. Is that person probably a former security personnel? So these are the things that I think need to be conducted quickly uh, so that at least um, Nigerians will be reassured and it would reduce the kind of panic I'm seeing at the moment. That was Kabiru Adamu, a security expert. According to Marcus Tulus Cicero, the safety of the people shall be the highest law. What is the fate of every Nigerian on the street if this can happen to those whose responsibility it is to protect the citizenry? God bless Nigeria. With that, we'll come to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com and on bossbrow.com. You can also listen in on Spotify, Google Podcasts and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Bye for now.